How's it going, everybody? And I am continuing my great conversations in the Shelton School District with Superintendent Wyeth Jesse. How are you? We're doing great, Jeff. Week in or so as the school year is going. Give me a quick uh, recap of how it's been. Four plus days. Uh, I think the term I've been using is smooth. Good. Um, uh, you know, there's, you know, no matter how hard you prepare for a school year, sometimes things just happen, you know, and unforeseen, um, not, nothing new about some of our conversations, you know, it's been so, so different, um, just coming off the pandemic and all the things that you're, you're trying to find. And so one of the things I say, it's funny, Jeff, as I say, you know, the Shelton school district's not the same district as it was before the pandemic and it will never be right. You know, and it is different. Um, Districts change, we change, start of school changes. Uh, and this this year, um, knocking on wood, you know, one of our best deals is we got all our bus routes running. Now I got some I got some bus bus, bus drivers going on leave. You know, there's things that come up in the in the bus drivers' lives. Right. because uh, every bus does count, right? Like that's a thing that the public would be like, wait, wait a minute, hold on. He said we're going to have buses and we have had buses. We're working on some transportation stuff and routing. We've been holding, um, you know, kids getting dropped off 45 minutes before schools. We're working on that because it's just, we just don't have the supervision for sure. it. Sure. And there have been some incidences um, before school even started. Well, you know how that, that's just all goes downhill, yeah. you know, for the rest of the day, it sets kids off. It, it, and it leads to conversations and interactions that are not centered on learning. And so we want safe and welcoming environments for our kids. That's what we're working on. We're trying to get them to school. Buses here. And our teachers have done a tremendous job of getting their classrooms ready. Um, I, I invite parents to get in there. Schools are wide open. Love to have them come in and see just how thoughtful um, the teachers have put together their classrooms um, for their students. Have you had then an increase in the number of applicants and bus drivers that are requesting jobs or is it, or have there been other changes from OSPI on how you can attract bus drivers? Uh, not the latter. Okay. Um, definitely, you know, just getting out there. We've done a huge campaign, uh, trying to recruit for bus drivers. I think we sent, geez, I don't know, 7,000 postcards, across Mason County. We've gone out there on our website. I make announcements at every board meeting. I, I've got our board directors even out there recruiting. I mean, we've everybody's trying to get a hold of somebody who's willing to drive a school bus. And I think, you know, sometimes things are don't happen right away. But I think a culmination of folks uh, making those efforts has gotten us some school bus drivers. I think that's the, the number one thing. What are, as kids are coming back to school, I was thinking about this this morning, what, is, what are some things parents should do for homework as the school year starts? Well, first, um, I would ask them to contact their, their students' teacher or teachers. Um, our educators uh, should be reaching out. We got online platforms for our secondary students. Um, I know that we meet with all of our incoming kindergarten parents. Uh-huh. Those, are, those are key moves. Um, and then there's newsletters sent home, you know, like in sending an email, if you have questions of what to do, find out, um, because, uh, going off and, and trying to, um, supplement or do something at home that's not aligned to what's going on currently the school can confuse students. Um, okay. so that's one thing we don't want to do. Um, but man, parents, uh, our guardians are an absolute asset uh, when we're aligned. Right. And that's the same thing. Like after school programs, I'm always 
telling educators or any of our community partners, I'm like, hey, we just need to make sure that what, what are the skills we're focused on for the student or group of students, let's try to carry that through for the day, whether that's before or after school care, and of course into the household um, where parents you know, know their student best. And so those are really key things. I think the one thing I would just also say, uh, books should be in your student's hand this week. I know that some books went out last Friday. Uh, we've got books coming out this week, I think, for a lot of the secondary students. So books are coming home and, and getting kids to have stamina. Reading, you know, 10 minutes for um, every grade they're in. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that's what I'm... Wow. That's, yeah, that's what I'm really talking about. So, yeah, if you if you got that second grader, 20 minutes. If you got a third grader, 30 minutes. You know, and so if you got a middle schooler, you know, you get to, up to an hour. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with an hour for a middle school, junior high student, and of course a high schooler. But, you know, and it can be a variety of texts. It doesn't have to be just reading the book. It can literally be reading any kind of the newspaper, uh, the ingredients on a box. Um, those are, are really key, key things to have print and kids are reading and thinking. Um, that, that will help us all around, always. If a parent is starting to engage in this and they're getting the reading going, but they're noticing uh, some struggles, either they have their um, student read out loud and they're noticing missing words or they're just not having the attention, perhaps, if it's silent reading, what are the steps and how do they go about, um, do they go right to their teacher or is there a counselor or someone in the schools? Well, first step is stamina is built over time. Um, I know you're a runner, Jeff. So, I mean, you know, and you're, you're, people ask you about running or whatever. You advise me, like, start, start, yeah. start slow, gradually build it up. Yeah. Take a break, <laughs> right? They can't run every day. Right. And that's sometimes with readers too. Like kids are building up that stamina. And if you're a student out there, maybe somebody who you're like, yeah, my kid doesn't really like to read that much. And I've heard that from so many uh, parents and guardians. And I say, well, that's, that's the beauty of what we're trying to do as a Shelton School District. We're trying to give choice to books. Um, forcing uh, them to read usually is a, is, a, is a problematic thing up on front. Making sure kids are into books they like, they enjoy the topics they like to do. I was last year in a classroom, I think it was fourth or fourth grade. Yeah, it was fourth grade. Uh, student um, had his motocross book and he was presented to the class on motocross and Teacher knew that about him and his family, and they were really getting all this huge story about motocross, you know. And so that's I invite all of that. We invite all of that. And, and if you ha have a high schooler who wants to read a manual about how to fix particular engines, or someone's really learning about knitting, I mean, that works too. So uh, parents just getting them into the right book and building that stamina over time is is really the the thing to do. And you don't have to re really offer a whole lot of rewards. You know, usually we like to, if we're going to offer words, try to put it out there as far as possible saying, hey, when you read a couple books, you okay. know, um, especially for young kids, you know, too much of the reinforcement um, doesn't lend, lend to itself to some of the internal or intrinsic rewards that we want students to do. We want them to enjoy reading because they like reading, yeah, not because somebody gave them some special treat. Sure, sure. And when it comes to that type of uh, stamina for reading, how do you, in 10 minutes a day based on the grades, when it comes to homework too, how do you uh, square that up and what are the kind of the ideals in the Shelton School District when it comes to extra homework or more work after the school day is done? Yeah. I just want to get back to reading for one other yeah. tool because I'm just trying to think through all the, the, the tools I can give parents. Read with your student, right? Uh, if you have a young reader, reading with them, um, 
you know, picking out certain words they can read. Uh, truly, that is really helpful. And just having a dialogue about or a prediction about what the book is. That's a thing for, and then older ones, like, get at the same book or share a book and have dialogue around it. So anyway, I just want to put yeah, those ideas no, those out there, good some ideas. additional tools in our family's um, toolbox around reading. So um, your, your other question was around... Um, Homework time and being able to have, once you're away from school, not being, having hours of additional schoolwork, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, j just a general rule, uh, homework should be practice of what was taught at school. And uh, we don't want students to cringe or cry at home over homework. If that's going on, I invite the parent or guardian to email their teacher, give them a call saying, Hey, this is what's going on. And then work it through some steps. Cause there's a whole bunch of varieties of why that's going on. The concept's too hard. We're back on stamina again, or maybe sometimes, you know, as every parent's probably, um, experience, sometimes it's just, they don't want your help. Right. <laughs> right. And so, um, you know, there's all sorts of issues that can come in there, but the the bottom line is we want to build the confidence of our students. We want them to be learners and have a, uh, and have good experiences. Homework really is a part of the natural part of education. Um, in particular, the research really supports homework starting in the middle of grades. Tons of homework at elementary is not not something ideal um, unless it's really about something that's very authentic. Again, like going together and baking and we're thinking about measurement or going to the grocery store and estimating how much you think the bill's going to come to what's in the, the basket and have you been adding it up, you know, yeah, and okay. stuff like, you know, those little light real life things are really more memorable and enjoyable and practical for our students. As they get older though, the habits of studying and doing those things. Yeah. I, they got to work, you know, sometimes you just got to build up those skills. Um, you can't write a research paper necessarily at school. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and we're back to reading, of course, but I would just again invite them to contact their teachers if they're if they're having a challenge with that. Um, there's no reason again just just make it so frustrating and grinding it out necessarily. And I know we're early in the school year, and it's kind of a teacher by teacher basis. But what are your thoughts on parent volunteers as they become available, or if a parent has some time to volunteer in a school? We love parent volunteers, Jeff. So come on down. Um, contact the front office. We do fingerprinting. It is part of the requirements. Um, obviously, a volunteer form. They can contact the school. They can help direct them, and then or the main office here, the, our main number. Um, we'll help get them set up so that they can volunteer in schools. We, it's you know, schools are the center of communities, Jeff. Yeah. And um, like I like to remind um, our educators, you know, that's somebody's baby. Well, sometimes they want to show up and and be with their kid, you know, and that's a special thing and, and being part of that and other kids to see parents there that are in their neighborhood, you know, just again, accentuates the, the thing that we want here in the Shelton school district is a, a strong community, um, centered around educating our students, whether that's core academics, but also citizenship. And so it's just a parent volunteers like love them. Very good. Cool. All right. Well, let's check back in in a couple weeks, see how else the school year is going. I know there's always things to talk about. You can follow along with the school board meetings in person or on Mason Web TV. Also, you can check out the website, sheltonschools.org, with a calendar of events uh, and plenty of ways to get involved. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Jeff. Good to see you. All right. Take care.